Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. This is the first podcast of the year. It is. Wow. Podcast number one. Listen, today, Joe... In 2024, I want to get right to business. Is that cool with you? Let's, let's do it. Would you be opposed to that? I would not be opposed. We're going to call this the $100,000 episode. This whole episode here is us giving you knowledge. And if you take the things that we go over today and implement them, you're adding six figures to your business this year. Okay, I'll put a disclaimer with that, though. You have to do it. You have to put in the action. You have to be consistent with it. That I have no control over. Okay, so that's my disclaimer for any of the compliance Nazis out there. But this is the $100,000 episode. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So I'm just going to say this. It's right today is what, January 6th, 7th, 8th? 8th. By the time this episode drops, it's a little bit later. Right now in the last six months has been one of the greatest wealth building opportunities you're going to see in real estate in a very, very long time. There is a couple months where this window might still be open. Get out there and get your people to start putting things under contract. You are going to buy houses on sale and discount right now. If you wait... For interest rates to start coming down, guys, those same houses are going to go up in price. We know what's going to happen. We're going to see a flood of buyers come back to the market once they start bringing interest rates down. We've been predicting this for well over a year. What do we say would happen? Interest rates would go up. That would be the greatest opportunity to build wealth. A lot of people panicked. A lot of people didn't do anything and they sat on the sidelines. They're still sitting on the sidelines. By the time you wait... It'll still be a good idea long-term to buy real estate, but right now, if you want to buy assets on sale, it's the time to go. I'm going to give you guys the script that I would have right now if I'm calling up people in my sphere of influence, acquaintances. I'm going to actually demonstrate it and role play it with you, Joe. All right, let's go. Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Hey, is this Joe? Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, Joe, listen, it's been a while since we chatted, my friend. Hope you're doing really, really well. Listen, I, I, I'm actually here to talk some serious business with you. You got like two minutes for me? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, as you may or may not know, Joe, there's a ton of volatility. There's a lot of complexity in the real estate market right now. And what it's done is it's created one of the greatest wealth building opportunities we're going to see in real estate in a really long time. And the reason I wanted to reach out to you, Joe, is obviously I I value our, our relationship. I want to make sure that I'm always keeping you informed when the right opportunities present themselves. Would you be opposed to me asking you one question? No, no, that that's fine. Right now, my my clients, my friends, acquaintances, they kind of fall in one of two categories. Category A is they're sort of sitting on the sidelines right now observing, or maybe they're not in a position to capitalize on the opportunity. And the other group, they're sitting there and they're getting ready to deploy capital. We're putting game plans together and we're looking to seize opportunities when it comes to real estate. If you were to pick one of those two categories, Joe, which one would you say best describes you right now? Um, I'd say right now, like category one, I, I guess, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, interest rates kind of being where they were, we uh, right now we're kind of staying put, but I, I haven't thought about it until you actually just brought it up. Okay. Hey, no worries. And that's, you know, this is a common answer. Let me ask you this, Joe. Okay. I know that maybe right now you're not looking to do anything, but if you were to do something in the future when it comes to real estate, what would that look like? Yeah, for us, size is a bit of an issue. So I'd love to add that like that fifth bedroom onto the house for sure. Don't really need the backyard anymore either. So okay, like a bit of a smaller lot. Okay, so a little smaller lot, add the mm-hmm. fifth bedroom. Amazing, Joe. Can I ask you what sort of held you back in the past from making that move? Um, we just kind of waited, you know, I think for a, for a lot of the time, like there were lower interest rates, but inventory was a major issue. Like we didn't want to do anything until we found where we were moving to. Sure. So that sort of stopped us in the past. Okay. So having certainty about where you would move to would be super helpful to you. Yes, definitely. Okay. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, if everything sort of fell into place, there was the right home with a low maintenance yard, it had the fifth bedroom. 
priced right, it made financial sense for you guys, and you can get the right price for your home, can I ask, is there anything else that would hold you back from potentially considering that in the future? Um, we'd have to determine affordability. You know, I, I know that they, like you said, the assets are, are, are on sale right now. But again, affordability is going to be clutch for us right now. Okay. have to see what, kind of what our house would be worth in, in the current market too. Sure. Okay. So let's just assume that the you could afford the payments comfortably. It was yep. well within your budget. You got the right price for your home. This upgrade meets your needs. It gets you the extra bedroom. It's it's a home that, that totally suits your, your needs. Is there anything else that would hold you guys back from exploring that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Would you be opposed to maybe us sitting down, me, you, and Jen, and just kind of putting a game plan together to at least see what your home's worth today? So at least you get an equity update. But more importantly as well, we can at least passively keep an eye on opportunities that present themselves for a home that might suit you. Would you be opposed to that? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, cool. I'm I'm, look, I'm booking appointments Wednesday and Thursday around 4 o'clock. Would that work for your schedule? Um, anything a few hours after that? I mean, we can do a little bit later in the evening. Sure. What's like the earliest evening appointment you could do during the week? I could probably do like 5.30. 5.30? Okay, yeah. how about this? Why don't we do Wednesday 5.30? Sure. Okay, perfect. And that's going to work for Jen as well? Yeah, definitely. Okay, awesome. Guys, this is a conversation. Let's break it down a little bit with you because I think this is important. If you can have that type of conversation, you are going to book a lot of appointments right now. The worst case scenario here, you're going to get in front of people, which is exactly what you want. Now, here's a beautiful thing, okay? Let's just say that there was no opportunity there whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And again, I told you this is the $100,000 episode. I want to give you $100,000 worth of value that you could implement today. I'm going to show you guys another way that you could plant the seeds for referrals that'll get people considering putting opportunities in front of you. All right, so I'm going to put my foot down. You okay. ready? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, man, like the house has been amazing. Uh, I actually can't see us really going anywhere, probably for the next 10, 15 years. Love where we are. Payments fitting our needs. You know, again, I want to be close to the kids' high school. We're there. I'm, I'm good, Jay. But hey, man, I appreciate you checking in. Listen, Joe, that actually warms my heart. I love hearing that you guys are happy, that the home suiting your needs. That's why I do what I do. I want to make sure that you guys are in that position. Can I ask you just one favor, Joe? Yeah, yeah, of course. You're going to be having a lot of conversations with your friends, family members, and colleagues who are uncertain how to navigate this complex real estate market. They're really unsure what to do. What I'd love to do is make you look good by recommending me to them so that worst case scenario, I can pro provide them a really valuable second opinion, right? At the end of the day, I'll never pester them. I'll always make sure you look good for having recommended to me. But more importantly, I'm going to serve your family and friends by giving them really valuable information that helps them make smart, informed decisions. The easiest way to make that introduction, Joe, is just a simple text or an email introduction. As I'm saying this right now, is there anybody that maybe comes to mind that I could give some value to? Not that I can think of, but I think it's one of those things that as soon as I <laughs> turn around tomorrow, I'll probably run into somebody and yeah, yeah I'll definitely pass your name along and create that text group or that email chain. Dude, that would mean the world to me. Thank you. Like, I really appreciate you, Joe. And, and listen, if there's anything that comes up, you just need anything, even a question about anything to do with your home or anything, connections that you need, I'm here for you, okay? Yeah, for sure. Keep sending me the birthday brownies. I will, man. I appreciate you. So <laughs> right. guys, that's setting people up for the referral conversation. It's called priming their receptors. I'll give you a perfect analogy. Let's just say, Joe, that I asked you today, right now, I said, hey, on your way to work, how many red cars did you drive by? Well, I don't even know if I drove by any, Jason. I have no idea. Now, if I said to you, Joe, tonight on the way home, I want you to count every single red car that you drive by, and for every single one, I'm going to give you $500. 
would you count every red car on the way home? Oh, you're damn right I would. Right, because I've heightened you, right? I've set your receptors up to look for it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to have the referral receptor conversation. By the way, these scripts in our script books, if you guys are part of our academies, this is stuff that we're going to teach you how to have muscle memory. If you guys are working with us in our expansion network, these are the things that we're drilling in five days a week in our skills practice. These are just little pieces that I'm sharing with you guys today. Um, if you guys want a copy of our script book, we'll happily make it available to you. Just comment script book in, in the chat and we'll send it to you. Just give us script book and your email and we'll send it. But um, this is stuff that works. It's going to add easily six figures to your business if you follow it up. Now, another one that I want to touch on I'm just going to hit the value today. We're hitting 2024 quickly. So how's the market is the most butchered conversation. A lot of people tell us, oh yeah, I know how to do that. And they just overlook it. And I'm telling you, Joe, and you know this, you see it over and over. They are leaving a lot of money on the table. First off, everybody's going to be asking you, how's the market? Everybody. Right now, you've been at Christmas parties, you've been at family gatherings, and you've probably been butchering this conversation with a lot of people. And I'm going to show you how to not do that going forward. Let's establish a baseline here, because I think really important that we add some context. Sure. Because nobody ever thinks that they're butchering this. They just think, well, yeah, I'm giving the most valuable up-to-date information and insight into the market, where really what you're doing is you're talking down to people. And you're actually dissuading people from going into the market because one of my favorite things is when people go, well, yeah, how's the market? Well, I'm just, I'm so busy. All right, well, then I guess you're too busy to deal with me. Me and my question's perfect. I'll move on. Or, hey, you know, houses for a million dollars right now, they're, they're, they're sitting. They're not, they're not moving. Okay, great. So the, my parents' home that I just inherited, I'll make sure I call somebody else or maybe I'll sit and wait. But, hey, appreciate it. So I think that those are obviously some very drastic situations. But I'll tell you, man, they happen. All the time. It happens a lot. So let's establish a baseline. Let's establish what people are typically doing, Jay. Okay. They, they're doing what I call the annoying teacher. Okay. So, hey, hey, Jay, how's the market? Oh, man. there's It's kind of slow right now. Houses are sitting. Some categories, we're seeing multiple offers, but then some are just sitting there. You know, there's not a lot of inventory, blah, 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 blah. And I just start giving information and I don't stop. I'm literally just vomiting all over you. Wow, that's that's great, man. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Joe. But, or, if, if, but if you need anything. Yeah, if you need anything, give me a call. Love it. So, Jason. $100,000. That's what I want to add to everybody today listening. How's the market? That's a really good question, Joe. There's a lot of moving parts and complexity in the current market, which is actually creating a really neat wealth building opportunity. What part of the market would you be most curious about? Wow. Hey, you know what, man? I'm actually just more curious than, than anything else, like just about the market over overall. Okay. Well, because there's so many different parts of the market, Joe, if you were to do, if, if there was one part that was helpful to you in the future, which part of the market would that be? Um, probably like listing, like listing a home. Listing a home. So how, yeah. So maybe we can talk about that. Sure. Well, let me ask you, what is it about your current home now that might not be ideal for you that has you at least considering that in the future? Yeah, not so much my home. It's, uh, it's my parents' home. They're kind of getting on in, in years and they're looking at possibly relocating and downsizing. And we were just sort of wondering, you know, what would happen if we pop this thing on the market right now with okay. interest rates being where it is and inventory. Guys, do you, I don't know if you picked up on this. Like I just literally got a listing opportunity on how's the market. He told me, oh, I'm just curious overall. Because I had the skills and I knew how to ask the questions in an inviting manner, I was able to get through what's called a smoke screen. Joe gave me a smoke screen and you're going to get that a lot when people say, how's the market? And you follow the process that we teach, which by the way, 
we teach this. It's in our script book. And trust me, nobody does this better than us. Nobody. I'll stand on that. I will die on that hill. There is nobody that does how's the market better than we do. Mm -hmm. Our students are the best trained on how's the market because we put a lot of emphasis into it. And we beta test this stuff in the lab all the time. So let's just break down what I did there. Joe asked me, how's the market? Mm -hmm. I said, there's a lot of moving parts and complexity in the current market, which is actually creating a very neat wealth building opportunity. Okay, so what I did is I established that, hey, there's complexity and moving parts, which means probably talking to the right person. You want to talk to an advisor. That's what I want to establish. The next thing I did is I, I talked with optimism. It's created a great wealth building opportunity, which is positive. And then what I did is I asked a curious question. Which part of the market are you most curious about? A lot of people say, what part of the market are you interested in? Or they'll say, are you looking at buying or selling? It's a little too forward at first. Use the word, what part of the market are you most curious about? That invited you to open up. Mm -hmm. Now, the worst case scenario that you get with this answer, and again, we drill this in, is you're going to say, well, I'm just curious about the market, or I'm always curious about what's going on. This is how you respond to that. $100,000 easy today, guys. If you take this, this is directly from my seven-figure playbook. Like, I'm telling you, this stuff works, okay? It's incredible. You say, well, Joe, because there's so many different moving parts to the market, if there was one part that was most helpful to you in the future, which part of the market would that be? And that keeps them future focused, right? Because there's always something people are thinking about doing in the future. You ready for a curveball? Absolutely. All right. Because this is something else we talk a lot about. You know, Jay, honestly, I'm not too sure what the future is going to look like. Interest rates. Interest rates being where they are. For me, I'm not doing anything. Hey, you know what, Joe? I, I'm just glad we're having this conversation. Can I ask you, what is it about the interest rates that sort of makes you hesitant? I don't want to overpay. Like, okay. it's not so much overpaying for the house, but I don't want to overpay on the mortgage. Okay. So affordability is a big thing for you. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Hey, would you be opposed to me sharing a different perspective for you? No. Okay. I'm having a lot of conversations right now with people, and, and there's a small percentage of my clients, I call them my smart money clients. These are the ones that are always on trend with like what you should do when there's volatility in the market. These are like, I'll call these my smartest clients, okay? They're really savvy and they really study this stuff closely. What they're doing right now is they're actually deploying capital and seizing the opportunity right now. The reason being is because they know when interest rates start coming down, there's going to be a flood of buyers that come back to the market, which is going to drive real estate prices up. And they're, they're going to be sitting there with assets that they bought on sale. And then what they'll do is they're going to refinance down the road and get lower interest rates. So what they're doing basically is, is buying the asset on sale right now while there's this paralysis, which is always the best time to buy. And then they're just going to refinance down the road so they have more affordability. So let me ask you this, Joe. Would you be opposed to us sitting down and just kind of taking a look at where you're at right now and at least putting a strategy in place so as the right opportunities come up that make sense that you're in a position to capitalize? Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Guys, you could be booking so many appointments right now. Get face-to-face. -face, start having conversations with people. There, right now, there's so many baby boomers that are going to be passing away, that are going into old folks' homes. There's going to be a lot of real estate opportunities. The clients that you're sitting with have grandparents and parents who might be in a, in a life stage that are going to require your services. Mm -hmm. So build the relationship with them. More importantly, they might be going through life st stages themselves. Maybe they're having children. Now they're going to need to upgrade. Maybe they're looking to buy their first home. Maybe they're looking to buy a, a real estate asset that can create cash flow. You won't know any of these things unless you get in front of them. 
This is the hundred thousand dollar episode. I can't stress that enough. Like you take this, you're easily adding that in 2024. And I think what it comes down to is is two pieces. Number one is implementation. And I think to be a master of implementation, practice. Practice. And what I see, and especially rolling into 2024, I still see so many agents out there who are not practicing and sharpening those skills. So I'm going to tell you, Jay, 99% of listeners, 99% of the people that are going to listen to this, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to be, wow, that sounds really good. And they're going to maybe try and write down pieces of it or I'll come back to it. But then they're just going to go back to doing what they've always done. And what's that going to get them? What they always got. Love it. Right? Uh, Can I say this? Please. Our high performance method that our whole coaching program is built on, one of the key fundamentals of that is skills practice. You Mm -hmm. have to practice the skills. Just like a professional athlete practices their game, a basketball player is taking hundreds of shots every day practicing, right? From under the basket to layups to free throws to the three-pointers, like they're putting in the reps. Mm -hmm. Just like you need to do the same thing with your fitness. You got to show up and put in the work in the gym consistently. Your skills are always on rent. The second you think you have it all figured out and you stop working on your skills, guys, is when you slowly start going backwards. And then when what happens is the market turns and then you don't adapt with it. Our students that show up and put in the work, it's incredible the results that they're going to see. They will absolutely dominate 2024. I have zero doubt. Why? Because they've left nothing to chance, right? They're skill practicing. Then they're putting in, they're, they're doing the, the actual measurable activities. We call that the accountability, right? You need to actually show up and do the work. Take what you're learning, practice it like, so it becomes muscle nature. And then you got to go into the game. The game in real estate is doing the prospecting, getting out there and having the conversations. If you sit on everything you learned today, there's no 100,000. And, and, and that's conservative. Mm-hmm. I have some students that have taken some of the things that we coach them and they're making half a million dollars. Easy. We have students that are doing a million plus in GCI. So like, look, I mean, we have every student under, under the, the sun. The one key fundamental that I can tell with predictability is the ones that do the consistent work that practice their skills always, always outperform everybody else. And it's not even close. No, absolutely right. And, and I think you can always tell the ones who, uh, who are not practicing their skills because, again, they, they get tomorrow what they had today. So let's wrap this thing up, man. 2024, it's coming in hot. It's here. It's here right now. It's here. What do you think are the two major things people need to focus on to be successful in 2024? Yeah, number one, you gotta get the you gotta look at your environment. Are you in the right environment to keep you on track with your goals? Are you in a place that is keeping you accountable so that you're making the things that you need to happen happen? Mm-hmm. The second thing that you need to do is you need to get into an environment where you're practicing your skills. Don't just be somebody that researches and reads and learns all about something actually be somebody that takes that and then implements it and develops the skills. The reason I've been so successful in sales and real estate is because I practice every single day, five days a week. And I've done that for eight years straight. Since I've been in real estate, I practice my skills every day for five days a week. I've been out of production for four and a half years. Joe, people are like, why would you still practice? Because I need to be able to get back into production at any point, at any time and perform. But more importantly, I also need to be able to lead by example to the students that I work with. There isn't a single residential scenario that you're going to throw at me that I won't have some way that you can overcome it because I've practiced it. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. There's very, very few things that are not an objection. There's very few things that are a condition. And the difference between a condition and objection, a condition is something you can't get over. 
For example, I couldn't sell your house without your wife signing for it. That's just not possible. That's a con- like that's a condition I can't overcome. But- Death, taxes, jail. To me, those are like really the only three conditions that there are in real estate. There are no conditions, but people allow themselves to accept that no as a condition. So love it, man. So we got conditions. What else? Uh, well, so objections. To me, an objection is somebody that needs more information. You don't understand exactly where they're at. Worst case scenario, you plant the seed with somebody to get the referral receptors up so that if they see an opportunity with somebody else that they would think to put you in front of them so that you can give them world-class value and service to make them look good. The reason people refer is to actually look good to their tribe in the first place. Your job is to establish confidence and trust with your people that they would absolutely know that you're the right person to help their, their friends and family members. So the third type of wall people can throw at you are smoke screens. Smoke screens, yeah. Those are interesting because to me it's, it's, it's this simple. It's an avoidance tactic. Yeah, I'm at work right now. Oh, I'm just browsing, right? Oh, I'm not doing anything right now. Those are all smoke screens. And no problem. We're, we teach you how to overcome every single one of these so that when they happen, it's just like muscle memory. It's easy. You, can, you know exactly what to say and how to get the conversation moving forwards because there's a whole bunch of hidden needs. But most of you are going to hear that and you're going to think it's a condition and it's not. And I'll tell you the reason why somebody like me can do 125 to 130 home sales every year I was in production is because I know that those are objections and I will work through them and I will create, I will get a lot of low lying fruit that most of my competitors miss. And, and it's not coming from a place of not being helpful. It's becoming, it's coming from a place of like really getting to the, the true motivator, the true why, the true need with the client. And if you ask the right questions, it builds the right trust. Love it. You know, because I, th- I think honestly, if you can uncover that why, it turns the if to a when. It's just a matter of unlocking that why, which I think is the most important thing that you can know about somebody. I mean, the two major human motivators inside any given personality is pleasure and pain. And unless you can understand that pain and feel that with that with that prospect or that client, it's going to be really hard for you to show them how pleasure can be your result. So get down, understand the why. Yeah, there you go. Guys, 2024, this is a year of like value, 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 value. That's what we're coming at you with with this podcast. We want to make you better agents for listening to what we do. Um, Less stories this year, more just straight good stuff that'll help you in your business. Dude, so excited, man. So many amazing things that we've got going on here. And uh, let's just put our shoes on and run. This is the year for it. That's all we know how to do. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.